Jenna almost spilled all over all of our equipment. Just kidding. Uh, we're made by Jenna. What, are the, what is this, sangria? It's sangria. Um, I've never, ever had sangria a day in my life. I think I tried Jackie's, like in college, my best friend. She was like, well, let's get sangria. And that like, is good. Yeah, I was like, that looks nasty, dude, because it was made out of red wine, like cheap red wine with like weird fruit in it. And I yeah. was like... Well, sangria can be bad. Yeah? Yeah. I... Can't, I, I, I I never really drank it, but when I was working as a bartender, we had this bin that we kept in like the fridge for mm-hmm. the weekend of sangria, and sometimes it was really bunk and it tasted nasty, uh, but people like it. No, this is obviously incredibly good though. Yeah, no, I, I, I had just tasted like, I think really awful sangria one time when I was like 21. Yep, that's out there. And I was like, there. I'm never drinking that again. And then, I don't know what, like, it's fucking the middle of December. Never had sangria a day in my life. Yeah. And I just got it in my head that we had a bunch of bottles of Pinot and... As props from your video. <laughs> and frozen fruit in the freezer. And I was like, wait, I wonder how you make, what's it called? Sangria. And I went, I looked it up online and they all called for, like, soda and, like, other shit. But I just put a bottle of Pinot like dumped some frozen fruit in there all over ice and then I put some like orange liqueur and some raspberry liqueur in there and it got bomb. Mm, let me tell you. And you need a little bit of sugar or else it just tastes like jungle juice like you're about to go to Blackout Town. It's very good. <laughs> I think I might go to Blackout Town just because I'm like thirsty and it tastes so good. Right? It tastes like a fucking delicious fruit Gatorade oh, or so something. It tastes beautiful. With, it's so refreshing. It tastes beautiful. I don't, I just fucking, I don't know what happened. That's like how I remembered your name. I met Julian like months and months before this happened. And then one day I woke up in a dream and I was like, oh my God, I remember that kid's name. It's Julian. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember your name. Yeah. And then it came to me in a I dream. I love that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> this is an absolutely perfect drink for right now. It's very nice. Thank you for making it. Oh, you're so very welcome. I really made it for me. But <laughs> you made enough for both. Is there more left? Yeah, I made a whole jug of it. You oh, can't just make a like night. a glass of sangria. It's going to be a good night. You have to make like a jug. You have to commit. That's why I was, because for the video on Wednesday, I needed nine bottles of Pinot. <laughs> yes, you did. And uh, we went to the store. I had like two, so we had to buy like seven. But yeah. it was still looked like a ridiculous amount of wine when we checked out. And so I was like, you know what? If I just take one of the shitty ones and throw it into a giant jug, you have to use a whole bottle to make this. It's awesome. I was like, what am I like? What am I really gonna lose? I have everything to gain. Everything, and we've gained it. That's what I feel like. You know, like when so. This is frozen fruit. You just put it right in. Yeah, I mean, you're supposed to use like real fruit, so then you can eat it, and they're still pretty hard. I like hard. the frozen fruit though, because it's almost like they're ice cubes, and also sangria can get really mushy and gross if the fruit like. Yeah, like, you know. did you ever used to eat Jello that had like pieces of fruit in it? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you'd eat one of the pieces of fruit, and you're like, oh, this is fucking nasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel like sangria would turn into. But I feel like you know when you learn how to bartend because we've both been bartenders. Yeah. Like uh, when you start experimenting on your own, like you learn a bunch of drinks. Yeah, yeah. And then you start like experimenting on your own. I feel like when you're using, you know, the bar's liquor. 
you know, fucking yeah, I'll make anything. But then when you actually have to go to the liquor store and buy all these bottles of liquor to make something that you want to make, you're sort of more careful. Exactly. Because it's on your tab and it's not just there for yeah. your disposal. Sorry, Peach was chewing the pillow. But that's what I felt like. I felt like we literally had a bar because I was like, well, I got nine bottles of fucking Pinot over here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys chill. I know. Peach is causing a ruckus. Hey, Peach. Peach. Sorry. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Julian's facing all the trials and tribulations of being a new daddy. She's making you crazy, huh? A little bit. It's okay, though. It's because she's gotten to that age where she can be so naughty. She's gotten very, very naughty. She <laughs> she just goes up on... She can get anywhere, which is fucking freaky. Isn't it horrifying? She can get anywhere. like Except for the counters in the kitchen, I think she can get anywhere. Right. That's what... When I first got Kermit, I was like, you know, used to just having this little glorified stuffed animal marbles that was just the sweetest little yeah. like angel that got in no trouble ever and then i got kermit and i would come home and he'd be on the dining room table i'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like you're four months old how the fuck did you get up there i know it's fucked they're <laughs> it's, naughty yeah they're naughty and um no matter how many times i yell at her she seems to just go and do it again i know so. that's like my niece i was facetiming with my brother the other day and she's sitting on the ground and you know she's just like scooching and crawling and she can sort of stand up at this point but she's opening all the drawers in the kitchen <laughs> and my brother's just being like oh no 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 like no that's yeah. not fun no, yeah. she like ripped everything off the christmas tree at the bottom she was like crawling around behind like the power cords he's like let's get out of there but he said that she opens up the drawers and then takes everything out and just like decorates the house oh my with gosh it. that's so cute right for us, it's cute. For him, it's probably like, ah, stop. Yeah, but babies are cute. Yeah, they are. Because they do things like, <laughs> She cried the first time I held her. She <laughs> was like really happy. That. And then I get her and <laughs> I forgot just about boom, that. crying. Oh, man. I guess there's nothing more insulting when someone hands you a baby. And, and they're perfectly happy and when you're, you get yeah, them. Yeah, and you're like, oh, and then they're like, no. <laughs> it's like a violent <laughs> cry, too. Oh, it's so awful. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, or someone's like dog. You're like, oh, can I pet you, dog? And you're, and they're like, sure. And then you go to pet the dog, and they're like, no, <laughs> don't touch me, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just here to be your friend. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just here to court you. Yeah. Oh. What, what did you want to talk about today, Julian? Well, we had mentioned uh, earlier that the Sony hack situation is kind of a big deal right now. It is kind of a big deal. It's a little bit interesting. And you, well, I was, I was saying, hey, like, would you, would you want to talk about the Sony hack? And you brought something up, which I thought was even more interesting, which is how it's. Well, we, we should get into that. We should talk about the actual Sony chat because the, or the hack, because I try not to get too political, but I think we can have this conversation without making it something completely political. Yeah. I mean, I, all the thoughts I have on this and all the things I want to talk about are, are not really political at all. Well, what are your thoughts on the entire thing? Hmm, I mean, I'm a little conflicted. I think, uh, well, the, the idea that a whole entire movie was made and then it got pulled because of hackers' threats, because of, you know, country disputes or whatever it is, uh, it's confusing to someone like who's, you know, not super informed that's like, well, you know, I read that it's going to cost them like $75 million. Like, did no one really put this up as a possibility of happening before all that money was thrown into this movie. Right. Well, oh, here's my two cents. Because there was... The, I don't yeah. want to cut you off, but no, I want to no. backtrack no, no, for a go. second. Yep. The, the premise of the movie 
that they're going to kill, you know, Kim Jong-un or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think, although it has been done before with Team America, <laughs> Kim yeah. Jong-il yeah. and all of that, although he doesn't die in that movie, he lives on. And a lot of people refer, to, like, North Korea to the United States is kind of a joke. Like, I've seen people call it the silliest and funniest evil dictatorship ever. Yeah. Like, I saw people tweet, I didn't, like, by no means are either of us super informed. So take all of this with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, big grain of salt. But I saw that someone had tweeted, like, remember the time that uh, Kim Jong-il uh, kidnapped some South Korean movie stars because he wanted to make, like, his own movies in North Korea? Yeah. I read that he, like, tried to produce a, like, Kim Jong-il, like, tried to produce a movie, like, by, by holding people at gunpoint. Jesus point. Christ. Like, <laughs> they're <laughs> the silliest and funniest evil dictatorship. Remember we were talking with Mikey and Tommy about how they make some of their cars run on, like, yeah. wood? Yeah. They, like, converted them. <laughs> oh, my God. But so anyways, in essence, to our culture and country, North Korea is sort of like a joke. Like it's so evil and fucked up that it's laughable. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of the stuff that they do. Absolutely. Because you're just like, what the actual fuck are you guys doing? Um, but what I think is important, especially in terms of like maybe sometimes what I do or definitely what professional comedians do yeah. is that you have to decide at the end of the day if you're gonna cross a line is the joke worth worth it, worth it? yeah is it worth the fucking yeah. the yeah. squeeze you yeah. know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. because you anybody can make jokes about rape abortion blatantly racist things this I think would fall into that category when you're openly like you're not even like you know, changing anybody's name, which I don't think we need to at this point. Like, that wouldn't have helped anybody's cause, you no, know, because yeah, yeah. the Kim Jong-il and Kim Jong-un or whatever have been such a joke at this point to Americans yeah. that there's no fucking need to. But is making the entire movie really worth it? Is it really going to be that funny and spectacular and, you know, that think, we need to put ourselves and, out there? And like I that? think a lot of uh, people who are involved are now asking themselves that question. You know, like, was it worth it? And... Honestly, uh, to be truthful with you, when, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little sick of the, the Rogan Franco thing. So I wasn't interested in the movie. I saw the trailer and I was like, yeah, I could take it or leave it. I really yeah, don't I can't care. say I was either. And remember when this was when everyone just found out that this was becoming a movie. Yeah, they were they were getting threats and stuff. Then. Yeah, before it was even really made yet. Right. Well, I'm sure they were still in fucking they were production. Still, yeah, they were still. Yeah. Um, I remember that, though. I mean, they could have pulled the plug then. But then also just to like build off of what you just said yeah it's a 75 million dollar loss or something in the millions dollars of loss yeah but i mean movie studios take losses like that in the millions all the time i think disney or pixar whoever put out that last johnny depp movie where he was like on a train with that face paint and shit oh yeah i think they lost like 200 million dollars really yeah <laughs> so it's not like mo these movie places don't have fucking companies don't have giant flops yeah or that they don't have to so eat it's it. not like a a company ending right and mistake. this was a this was a certainly not company ending at all but yeah any means. no that's what i'm saying but that's why i'm saying that if you're gonna and back into the fucking creative censorship and all of that like obviously we we should be allowed we are allowed in our country to creatively express ourselves yes which is bad news that this all happened yes. because now people are like 
well, what are we going to do? Fucking censor ourselves? Just like, because Kim Jong-un told us we can't see it. Now we're not going to yeah. see it. Well, you know, I feel uh, another reason why I feel conflicted is I feel like uh, the way that those threats came early on and then the how how the movie came out and got made and also how a little bit grotesque it was. Like, I, I saw a leaked video. It was like a scene where the Kim Jong-un character dies. Right, I saw that too. Where the, the bullet in the helicopter. Oh, yeah, it's grotesque. It's like, it's, I mean, it's slowed down. It's obviously supposed to be like funny or comedic or whatever. There's like a Katy Perry cover playing. But, um, you know, it's like, it's almost, it's almost as if the people behind the movie and the real brains and the real, you know, decision makers thought, you know what? Fuck you. We're going to really make this movie and we're going to make it like <laughs> we're going to make it hard and we're going to really do exactly what you wanted us not to do. Almost as like a big middle finger or a big like, oh, you're testing me. And not only did it backfire, but like you said, it wasn't worth it. Like it wasn't even worth it. It's like right. it, there was no message. There was no motive that like people were trying to, you know, get this information out or, or any sort of cause to making this movie other than. You know, here yeah, we want to. Yeah, but I mean, it's a it's a slippery slope because, yeah, I, I think we both are in the boat that maybe the joke wasn't worth it to make an offensive movie to yeah. some people. Yeah. Um, you know, it needs to be fucking kick ass. Like Team America was unbelievably yeah. good, uh-huh. and I think everyone that saw that movie was just in stitches laughing. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. Big, but yeah. that's their gimmick. I mean, it took people what a decade to understand that the South Park is fucking hysterical because yep. people were too busy being so angry at everything that they did, yeah, getting offended. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, but I mean, they did that movie, Team America, and um, it, there's fucking North Korea in there. That's yeah. sort of the he's the evil plot of that movie, yeah, but it was worth all the jokes. And most of the jokes were also making fun of how fucked up America is. This movie's premise was just like, let's go kill him. Right? You know, there's let's no... Let's go fucking kill this there's dictator. No, yeah, there's no self-satire. There's no making fun of I mean, we don't America. know that, but that's what it seemed like. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the vibe it's giving off. It's a big fuck you to North Korea for nothing, no reason. Nothing against James Franco and Seth Rogen, but I just don't think that something that they sort of created out of their brains really had the same depth when you think about it as Team America did. Because the the thing that made Team America so beautiful was that they're making fun of how reckless fucking United States yeah, is yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, because that's funny. <laughs> right, because we need to laugh at ourselves also if and, we're going to laugh at other countries. And also, the, the, the motive behind that joke is like, hey guys, our country's a little bit fucked. Mm-hmm. Like the way we act is a little wrong right. and we're going to make it funny. Right. But it's the, not. Yeah. If I, if I were in my little brain, I'm North Korea. Yeah. Like I would feel offended, but I'm like also like, all right, well at least you guys know how big of assholes you are. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't And think, I think that's why team America didn't have any sort of this reaction, even though that well, was like a different have. time, but I it was, a di- it was a different time. And I imagine that this movie, because the entire premise was just go kill the dictator. Just go kill him. It's it's a little bit, you know, whatever. It's asking for but it, I mean. Yeah. people are and should be allowed to make whatever that they want to make at all, ever. My confliction, And yes. that's, that's tricky because they pulled the fucking movie. So now everyone on the internet is like, oh, we bowed to fucking whatever. But um, do you remember when you told me, I was working, I was doing something, I don't remember. And Julian came in the room and was like... Um, this was before I knew anything about what was going on that day. 
Julian was like, oh, my God, did you hear that they're pulling the movie because of X, Y, and Z? And I was like, no, I haven't been on the Internet at all today. I'm just over here in my little cave. You remember that? Yeah, the I first yeah, thing yeah. that The first thing that I said was, because you said that people had cyber attacked and, and they were threatening violence. And the first thing that I said was, you know what? I'd rather them pull the fucking movie than people get hurt over fucking Seth Rogen and James Franco. Like, I think the bigger issue is creative expression and our freedom of speech and that sort of thing. But I, I my initial thought was like, well, I mean, come on, guys. Like, we don't want people to actually get hurt. Yeah, it's a little reckless. <laughs> Not that any of the threats yeah. are credible. No, but you never know. All it takes is one, one real thing to happen. And then suddenly this whole thing becomes really real. Right. And, and I don't think that they needed to pull the movie and but the, I didn't know anything about it at the time. But I think that 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 is a good thought in and of itself is that like you have to decide if I were a person that was putting this film out, I would want to decide on my own. Yeah. Like, is this even worth me? You know, I work it's really hard on this, but like I don't I don't really want other people to be suffering the ramifications of my choices over here for the sake of comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. If if you were making some really groundbreaking breaking documentary, like fuck yeah. 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 You'd fight for it. Right. Um, but I think something notable and similar was the Michael Gallagher when he put out the movie Smiley a few years ago. Um, it was about the the idea was basically that it was you know making fun of 4chan or whatever that they would find you and kill you. Yeah. And so he got hacked and they threatened everybody, his family. They were just doing really fucked up things leading up to the movie premiere where they threatened violence and all kinds of things. And we all went to the movie premiere and just fucking watched the movie. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that I wasn't, like, a little bit scared. I was a little bit nervous. It's only Yeah, that that's, that's intense. But, that's intense. I mean, there's an example of someone that gets threats and decides... Not to negotiate with the terrorists. Not to negotiate. Yeah. yeah, they're not terrorists. Well, it's 4chan. Yeah. Um. 4chan is the one who hacked and threatened his movie premiere? <laughs> then it's not... I mean, come on. It's not some cyber Sony <laughs> hackers from North Korea, or claiming to be from North Korea, which is what is I think it is. Well, isn't the definition of terrorism that it needs to end in some sort of violence? Yeah, you're right, I guess. So I, I don't so think you call it... T- terrorism. I don't but that's why that. I had a problem with all these articles being like cyber terrorism, cyber because terrorism. Because it's, it's like an oxymoron. Well, as soon as you throw the fucking T word in there, everybody loses their fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not what it is. I think it's a hack. And I think the people got carried away with the Angelina Jolie. It's more harassment, but it's on a, yeah. It's definitely harassment. It's definitely illegal. It shouldn't be tolerated. But I think that we need to remember that, you know, it's not like we've been invading North Korea for forever. Yeah. There's been plenty of conflicts between, not like actual conflicts, but it's not like we're, we're buddies over yeah, here yeah. between the United States and North Korea, none of which have ended in like this much attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I'll be interested to see where we go from here. I am here. too. I am but too. I don't really feel strongly enough about our ability to to make a a hysterical movie about <laughs> North Korea to then turn it into some sort of other thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like what other thing? I don't know. Like have I don't fucking know. Like escalating. I don't want it to escalate. But that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if people are going to threaten the United States for making films about North Korea in a comedic light, I think maybe we could just chill for a little bit. Just like, but... W- <laughs> so, this happened, right? And I feel like it's being brought to the public eye, but I feel like, you know, it's it's 
not 100% taken seriously still, like this whole thing. Mm. And like, imagine how fucked up it would be if, God forbid, knock on wood, right. North Korea like attacks something in the U.S. Like, I don't think that they have the actual well, capabilities well, to. But okay, yeah. the, the, I'm just playing complete just what if game right now. Right. But imagine the shitstorm in the White House in the older generation of America who doesn't even understand what a hack is. Right. To have that sort of thing happen, like I'd be pissed. Well, yeah, you're pissed, but imagine the mind fuck. Like, yeah. Oh my God, we made a movie. I read something about some computer guys getting into our system and then boom, like it got real. You're like, you like, you're questioning what you even knew as a grown adult in America. Like it's, and it's not to say that that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know, it most likely won't happen, but it's the fact that it's even a minuscule possibility or it's even like a relevant thought right Right. now is a little bit crazy. And that's what Sony and James Franco and Seth Rogen were thinking is that God forbid something actually happened we don't want that and and that's totally understandable but most people are on the side of the coin that like we back down to terrorists yes. and what does this say about america yeah and i read a couple of articles that were likening it carefully yeah. to other tragedies where like for example the boston marathon bombing where boston was shut down afterwards yes and that gives to terrorists the idea the like power. if i you know just explode one bomb an entire city shuts down like what yeah. do you think is going to happen if i actually yeah. do some real shit yeah yeah it gives so, the wrong message right but I, that's that's one school of thought and the yeah. other school of thought is maybe it's not worth it mm-hmm. i think i'm in the middle a lot of people are in the middle and a lot of people are on either side yeah. but i'm 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 just trying to conservatively be like look guys <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for freedom of expression, and yeah. I don't think that we should back down from terrorists. But I'm not sure that I see Sony not playing the movie as backing down from terrorists. I think I see it as a preventative, you know, extreme measure to make sure that no one ever gets hurt because we wanted to make something funny. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's like just a little bit. If that were me making that decision, I would make that call. Yeah. Well, it's a I'd responsible like, call. Right, you yeah. get, I mean, you get undoubt, undoubtedly, you get backlash about. Right. We don't well, back I down think and all this I stuff. think that they can put it online, and I think people that people want to see it it's at gonna this go point. Online. Yeah, I think they can put it online, and I think they can do all that, and I think that that would make people happy. But I, I think I would make the same call if I was in that position because yeah. the idea of anybody getting hurt on my watch because I wanted to make some jokes just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. No, I mean, you can't. I mean, there are other people other than you with different moral compasses than you, but I agree with that. Yeah. And I think that it's it's just kind of a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult decision, but you put yourself in it. Right. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, I, I just think that people are, they want to blame somebody, so they're mad at, you know, the Guardians of Peace or whatever, but they also want to blame Sony for making America look like a bunch of pussies. Yeah. But I think that they need to shift their perspective on that decision. Yeah, take the That's egos all. out of it. Let's just it, think about... We're not backing yeah, down. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we're just trying to keep people safe by any means possible. Yeah, because we didn't really intend for this to happen, and now it's happening. So now we Plus, just I mean, of... how often do you get threats from North Korea for releasing a film? I, it's not like Sony is well-versed in what to do in this particular situation. No, it's very, it seems very foreign, especially the way it's being handled. Right. Well, I mean... It's a, it's a new, weird thing. I'm pretty sure know. that there's people that have been working there for, like, 50 years, like, top executives and stuff, like... Never had to deal with this a day in my life. You just got to make a game time call. Yeah. 
yeah. you know? I just, I love, I mean, I don't love, it's just intriguing to see the older people, different generation than the internet generation, mm. deal with the real ramifications of something based completely on the internet. Mm. Like, it's just wild to me. Oh, you mean like the fact that, <laughs> that they were emailing each other? I thought what was funny was that these people had these like gossipy, mean-spirited sort of like they're writing everything in an email. I've been hacked many, many times. It is not a fun experience, but it's not like I'm putting fucking, you know, crazy shit in an email. Like I'll yeah. maybe text it to somebody, yeah. or, but mostly, likely I'll just talk to them yeah. when I see them. Yeah. But that's what's crazy about older people when we're talking about. Yeah. They think like, oh, it just goes through the, you know, hyperspace yeah. and then you don't, it, no one can no ever one's gonna see, see it. it. They don't have my password. What's <laughs> right. this IT guy talking about? What do you mean about? we got hacked? But yeah. we have like security, yeah, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. But when um, we are talking about this in the car, that I think Snapchat is really important right now because Snapchat is sort of cutting edge in the app world in having media that fucking disappears. It doesn't last forever. It's not an everlasting library. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not that it can't get hacked and it's not that it can't, you know, go places other than where you intended it to. People yeah. can take, you know, a screenshot. They can send it to their friends, this and that. But yeah. the fact of the matter is... Once it's gone, it's not it's lingering gone. around on Snapchat. Well, and you know what? Another thing is all it takes is a tweak in their, in their coding, and then you can't take a Snapchat. Mm. Snap. Wait. What? Snapshot. A Snapshot. Screenshot. screenshot. Wow. I just messed. Um, snip shoot. Snip shoot. But snip. another, like, I mean, you're right. Like, Snapchat absolutely, uh, get out of here, Peach, is pioneering that whole non-permanence in social media like nothing has happened like that before snapchat successfully well successfully we don't know about that's why right like there's probably nothing has happened successfully before snapchat is what i'm saying yes that's what I'm, yeah, yeah yes um but it's just it's very interesting to think about the fact that they took that risk to do this whole new thing mm -hmm. to stand out and, and they now didn't, says, they didn't get bought out that no. kid did not sell out Snapchat kid? Yeah. No, yeah, I know, yeah. Um, and then and then the fact that it blew up like this, mm -hmm. and it's becoming one of the most used social networks in the world. That kid's got a motherfucking vision. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, I think I told you about this. You, like, laughed at it, or you and Brett laughed at it, but I was talk I read this thing about this guy. Uh, he's an artist, or no, he's a photographer, and he takes pictures, like, from all around the world, and he puts it on his Instagram. Um, and at the end of the year or at the end of some period of time, he's going, he like announced that he's going to delete those pictures oh, yeah, you did because me. his reasoning is because art shouldn't last forever. Like art should be not a permanent thing. It should be temporary. It should be appreciated as such. And it reminded me of Snapchat. Well, what does he think of the classics and shit? Like oh, the Mona Lisa? That's not art. Go to his Instagram. That's art. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, but like, I just think it's funny because that opinion of like, when something, you know, something has a, has a, you know, it's ticking away, like you look at it differently, you act around it differently, you appreciate it or not appreciate it differently than you would That's if you actually, knew it was not going anywhere. That is, that is actually a very profound idea to treat art like you treat life. Like it's not always going to be yeah, there. And yeah. by just looking at it and then always expecting it to be there is taking it for granted. It is taking it for granted and you look at it That's differently. That's really beautiful. Well, I think this guy... Uh, I commend him. I mean, it's like for I'm sure he has hundreds of thousands of followers on the Instagram, so which is why it's a big deal. Everybody, make sure we go all. to his Instagram and take. Oh no, I think it's over. I think it's gone. I think it's gone. No, he installed the Snapchat um, bug in his Instagram, so you can't screenshot his picture. I'm just mm. kidding. Um, 
what? I'm pretty sure when you told me that the other night, my first reaction was, is is he one of those people, like a Native American, that believe that, or, or not, is it Native American? That believe what? That when you take a picture, it takes a part of your soul. Oh, I don't know if that's Native American. I don't know what that is. Because I'd like to know what they think about videos. <laughs> I don't think that's the, his motive at all. I think when I no, read... No, I know, it, I know, I know. But do you see the connection that I'm making? Yeah, it's a similar kind of idea. Yeah. It takes a picture of soul. Because if, if taking a picture and or video took away a part of your soul, there are many 13-year-olds that would not be able to get into the front doors of 7-Eleven because they don't open up if you don't have a soul. <laughs> oh my God. Like that Simpsons episode when Bart sells his soul and then the and quickie get... mart won't open up for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the entire generation wouldn't have a soul. I mean, we'd what, be all gingers. I, I don't actually believe in that idea, but I think that that idea is really, first of all, the guy that believes in the art needing to not last forever is beautiful. I thought that was funny at first, but that's actually a really fucking... I want to look at his Instagram. Um, but what do you think about the idea that a picture or a video, like some capture of you in a moment, takes a part of your soul? Because I think that that's really fucking interesting. Because just think about it this way, okay? <clears throat> yep. Think about how much more vain it makes you when you see yourself in the form of a picture or a video. Well, if you're comparing the vanity that's growing inside of you from looking at what it was just documented as diminishing what you have as as your soul, then yeah, that math, that math adds up quite that math adds up. Like you say it takes a part of your soul. Well, does that mean that vanity is chipping away at your soul? Yeah. It's a fair thought. I mean, it is. It really... Well, think about it in terms of like vanity, gluttony, sloth, like the seven deadly yeah. sins or whatever. I think that that idea that when you're recording yourself and taking pictures of yourself, like maybe you're just chipping away so much of your soul in terms of vanity that you're just losing your mind. Think about how many fucking actors and actresses are out of their fucking mind. Yeah. You know what? It's not a, it's not a far out thought to think about how much... Seeing yourself like that really messes you up in the head. Well, think about some of the people that we've met that do like what we do that have almost lost their sense of reality. Like no sense of reality. Because of, I, I guess, you know, a lot of them are just so, I see myself everywhere. I'm loved. I'm adored. Look at my face. Right. I'm not a person anymore. I'm not a person anymore. It's very interesting, that thought. And honestly... Xbox, no one's talking. Um, I remember when I was younger and my dad, who now works in the internet space, he works, you know, in the YouTube, I guess you could say business or the internet business, whatever. He would nonstop like take pictures, take videos of us. When we were kids doing things, Xbox cancel. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, and I was always like, so frustrated by it. I didn't know why. I just felt like I, and my mom too a little bit, but I just kind of wanted to enjoy what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I was a kid and, you know, even as a teenager or whatever, I would just be like, stop, just put it away. We're here. We're having fun. And now I make, you know, I make YouTube videos all the time. I'm in your videos. I'm on Instagram. You know, he's like, it's just wild to think about how that switches, but your natural non social media impaired instinct is to just be. Mm hmm. And when you become so saturated with seeing yourself, mm -hmm. 
it absolutely, you know, it doesn't make you vain per se. It doesn't like, oh, now you're vain because you see yourself every day. It's, it's a, you know, it makes it easier to become that way, right. which is why so many people who... Well, yeah, I, I think I tweeted or something a couple weeks ago that um, I find it difficult constantly to update everything that I have, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, fucking Vine, yeah. YouTube. And I think I tweeted something along the lines of, it takes a certain level of vanity to post a selfie every day that I just don't have. And I just don't have it. I don't have the ability to turn a camera around to myself and take a picture of myself and then post it every single day. It's just something foreign because... I think that, you know, when I was growing up, there's no such fucking thing. There's when no I was such thing as Teenager, that. you know, we could get on the computer or whatever, but you're not really conditioned to be me-centered. You're conditioned to be like, listen, child, here's your place in the world. Now go do the motherfucking dishes. And you know what? Like, <laughs> Not that I, kids these days aren't, though. I don't think. No. But, and but they have a, a bigger inflated sense of self. It's ju- It's just weird to think about because... As much as we grew up with some technology, the kids who are growing up now with iPhones in their hands from day one, uh, they're being taught a different normal. Mm-hmm. Like a normal day is waking up, checking all your social, doing something, checking all your social, doing something else, checking. You know what I mean? You're nonstop doing it, which is the world that is everyone's world today. Everyone's so we world. take part in that. Right. Or, you know, most of the time we take part of that. But as a kid, when you're developing and you're learning how to be a person and you're learning what's good, what's bad, what's moral, what's immoral, and that is just constantly there, it's not even their fault. It's just kind of how their compass is being shaped. Like they are becoming kids or people who think right. that that's but i mean it, it doesn't it I, i'm not sold that it's necessarily a bad thing it's not i'm not saying it is i'm just right. saying that's it's the difference different, yeah it's sure. very different yeah for sure but i also think that it's interesting that something like snapchat exists because i'm you know a relatively social media savvy person yeah and i for the life of me could not understand <laughs> why the fuck you would want to do something understand. and then have yeah, it disappear yeah and then I we use tried it. it. No, no, no. I used it for a while to keep in touch with one of my friends. So I got the premise of it. You know what I mean? But same here. Once I opened it up to everybody, I was like, "Oh, it's pretty fucking fun." It's pretty fun. <laughs> and then you check everybody's little fucking story. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun because you like as you, you know you're gonna treat that guy's Instagram differently. You treat Snapchat differently you than do. your social media. You get very excited because you, you excited. know you got, you know, fucking seven seconds exactly. to see that bitch and then it's gone forever. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, the psychology of like how you treat. But I think, yeah, that that's where technology is moving. It's moving in the direction the of non-permanence. Snapchat. The non-permanence. Like the, you know, hopefully we're going to be moving towards Gmail, please, like these aren't going to get saved. We have an option to send things and where they disappear. just, as soon as this person reads this, that motherfucker's gone. Like they have half lives. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, all these text messages and whatever the government and I'm sure police officers and people that work in crimes, they do not want that technology to exist because yeah. it assists them in doing a lot of good Absolutely. work. Absolutely. But fucking. Wow. It's so weird to think about. Isn't it? Yeah. Like imagine if like, 20 years from now nothing had permanence on the internet like your email like you said it would disappear in a day no matter right. what no coding no hackers could could get it like it was gone mm-hmm. the like how we would treat things mm-hmm. and we would just be you know imagine if we were just content in living in a world that there was no permanence on the internet mm-hmm. 
it's just wild to think about. Well, I think Beyonce so... would be really happy because you'd finally get those Super Bowl pictures off. Finally. Same with Bieber and those pictures <laughs> that his people ask for. I want those pictures of me off the internet. Can you Beyonce, take them that's off? not how the internet works. Bitch, get Can your you shit take... together. Uh, you know, ask... Ask Kim Kardashian. Didn't you just make a whole fucking video on your Kim Kardashian how the internet works. She knows how the internet works. Ooh, it's a weird burn. Um, Um, Yeah, no, I I just, I think that there's pros and cons to it. But, I mean, out of necessity and out of, you know, the transformation of the internet that's always growing and changing to suit our needs and wants, I think the trend in technology will continue to be mobile and will continue to be uh, just not it's not going to be there forever yeah because there's plenty of people that are so frustrated and angry like uh, when i used to work at the blog people would write into him all the time like take this down take it fucking down and uh, websites all over the place can you please take this embarrassing pictures of me off the internet or like get rid of that post it's so nasty it's not true and then you know someone refuses to take it down five years later whether or not the person's still even running that website that stuff's still on there. Somewhere. And it's up there somewhere. And you can't get rid of it. There's plenty of people that can't get jobs or, you know, a Google search of their name would require them to do a lot of explaining in order to be taken yeah. seriously in a place where they want to work. Yeah. Which is frustrating and sad and annoying that yeah. it doesn't go away right now because yeah. there's a lot of people that don't deserve that, you know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, there's pros and cons to it, but I think it would be beneficial to at least have options like snapchat where we could communicate without having there be ramifications of people hacking into that and looking into it and anything like that just for general sake of privacy well yeah because we know that the fucking anybody that gets you know what a warrant or whatever if you were to be doing something sketchy the police could get your phone records yeah 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 Yeah. like fuck that and honestly if this i mean unless you're it's not killing people and shit it's not going to be one decision. No president is or whoever is going to wake up one day and be like, no more permanence on the internet. No, it's going to be a slow process if that happens because... Well, you can't... Nobody can wake up and say no more permanence on the internet. Well, no. The technology needs to change. The technology, change. but yeah. But I'm saying like it's a slow process in terms of like A, people getting on board with it if they even do agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it would be an option. Yes. So you would open your Gmail. Gmail exists like always but because what? for a lot of people, I want to like yeah. maybe search something in my yeah. Gmail. Yeah, yeah. But if you wanted to send something it's an like a password feature. or something confidential, a phone number, yeah. you could have an option like open up a little box. This disappears after 10 seconds after this person reads it. Yeah. I'm saying people want an option. Yeah. I think the technology will shift so that they have an option. Yeah. But to t- change to just total like nothing is ever saved is not going to be any time. No, I'm not saying that. I wasn't saying that. Right, you I were was... saying slow, but we well, were no, agreeing. Well, no, yeah, but just, yeah, exactly. And also, like, even in 25 years, the feature gets introduced to Gmail. Do you want your emails to disappear after a day and be gone forever? What's to stop someone from pulling out their iPhone, reading an email, taking a picture of that iPhone? Like, the technology really has to be able to, like, scramble that via the screen like megapixels you know what i mean it's just crazy right but that's 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 a technicality of the idea anybody could take just hear me out anybody at the present moment can take a picture of a snapchat or a video but that's not the idea that's not the point yeah i get it the idea that we're talking about is the ability for it to be terminated and not lingering around in some snapchat archives it's gone you're right you're right you're right no no you're right there's nothing to stop people from recording things on their own correct you're right no that makes sense 
I'm just like getting caught up in the technicalities of this, but. I just think it would be interesting if we currently had that technology, would the guardians of, just to bring this full circle, would the guardians of peace still be able to accomplish what they did? Yeah. It's wild. I don't know. I'm not sure that they would. They would have no email hacks, you know? Yeah. There wouldn't. No, there wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, a lot of people um, I read in Sony, like you said, had fucking fucked up emails everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're like, oh, take it down, take it down. You know what I mean? Like, they're obeying the hack because there's so much that they're hiding. It's like, it's really interesting to think about when something like that is introduced, that nothing has permanence, what the behavior of those people are going to be like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are they going to be relieved are they going to be more reckless like well it's like when you trust your kid to go hang out upstairs in their room with their boyfriend for the first time do you know what i mean like yeah i remember when i was this is a weird analogy but i remember when i was a teenager or whatever and my mom was like you guys need to have the fucking door open like you can't even go upstairs like you can't even be in a room with the door closed yeah and then as that trust grew and it would be like all right yeah you guys go do whatever yeah like we really weren't fucking doing anything bad yeah but it's a toss-up you know you kind of have to just see how people are because i think there's plenty of people that would use that for something that's fun and good and exciting and awesome but of course you're gonna have people that are using it to do fucked up shit for every good person there's a bad person it's just that's how you gotta you gotta treat the whole thing like you're just about to go let your teenage daughter go fucking hang out with her boyfriend for the first time yeah (laughs) she could get pregnant or she could just be playing fucking dominoes in there we don't know (laughs) <laughs> you've got to trust her that's true that's how we need to be treated as a country I, I assume it's great analogy. we could get pregnant or we, or we could just be playing fucking dominoes so you gonna play dominoes so we gonna play dominoes or, or not nah? my mom just got me this brand new dominoes set <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely an interesting topic I love talking about stuff like that because it's it really like in situations like we're in now it makes it real and it's fun to talk about yeah have you ever been hacked no, I don't think I've ever been personally it's hacked. Awful. I mean, I think, well, everyone gets this where they're like, they wake up and someone's like, yo, check your email. You sent out a fucking spam email today. Yeah. Like, that's not really hacked. That's just whatever. No. Um, but no, I've never been hacked. The whole idea is very frightening. But I've been hacked. My my mobile me has been hacked. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember it, that. Like, basically, everything's in your fucking mobile me. Yeah, fucking mobile And uh, my Facebook got hacked. Yeah. And it's really invasive. But what made me... I never got my mobile me back, which no one gives a shit about at this point. But what made me really happy was the first time I got hacked was right after I had my How to Trick People into Thinking You're Good Looking video. Okay. So... The idea of that was just never in the realm of anything I should ever be worried about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then one day I just couldn't log in. I couldn't retrieve my password. Like all my security questions had changed. Yeah. Everything had changed. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I think I'm almost positive I went on like Twitter or some other social media that I had at the time. And I was like, hey, can you give, like give me my fucking Facebook back? Like, it's been real, and congratulations, but, like, come on, dude, can I have it back? And they gave it back to me. Oh, my God. Isn't that awesome? It's just crazy. Like, I think somebody just wanted to get in there and fucking dig around and then be like, yeah, I did it. And then, you know, well, that was fun. They just gave it back, which I really appreciated. 
That's wild, man. But it's good for it you for feels, asking nicely. <laughs> it feels very invasive. Do you know what I mean? It oh, yeah. sucks and yeah, it's it not like right. a miserable experience. God, you I'm, start to worry. You're like, oh my god, what's on there? Fuck. Well, yeah, that's what everyone thinks, and most people aren't doing weird, disgusting, shady things. But like, everyone's always like, oh my god, what's in there? Like, I don't want everyone to see my stuff because yeah. it's just a level of privacy that's yes. yours. You yes. know? Yes. I don't want people all up in my fucking business, man. I don't either. Get the fuck out. Well, so I can't imagine how these people at Sony felt because, you know, you get hacked and some guy looks at fucking pictures of you or whatever. But it's and Sony, that's about it? it. Sony gets hacked and it's fucking news? Shit is the fan. News? Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> Angelina Jolie's a brat and that's news? Question mark? I mean... Part of the problem is us as consumers of media. Yeah, that propel I agree. that as yeah, we newsworthy. Make, yeah, we we make these things in the news. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's an interesting topic. If you guys have any thoughts on the Sony hack, obviously, let us know because we love you know reading what we missed and. Yeah, and I do know that my opinion on, you know, pulling the movie was. I would probably do that too. I know that that opinion is not popular at the present moment. And Unpopular I wa- opinion, Puffin. And, <laughs> and I want you to understand when I say that I, if I were in Sony's shoes, I would pull it, but I wouldn't want it to... Uh, the point of that, by saying that, is that I wouldn't perceive it as backing down to terrorism. I would perceive it as... I Taking don't, a safety measure. I, yeah, I don't ever want to harm someone else because I wanted to make a joke. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is smart. It's it's a. I feel like that's the right one, right call. Even though the I would I'm not going to agree with any decisions made leading up to this point because it's just so weird to me. <laughs> it's fucking weird. The whole thing is weird. The whole weird. fucking thing is weird. Like North Korea, what are you guys doing over there? And like it's throwing not worth logs it. into your cars and, and it's driving not, around. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. A million, a million billion people want to see that movie now that they can't, of course, because that's how you work. You want what you can't have, but I'm sorry. I'm not I, even sure I really want to see it. Well, no, it. I'm sorry. I watched that trailer and I'm like, okay, enough. I don't want to yeah. see it. It's not funny. It's not worth it. If I, like, when I knew it was going to be them two in the trailer, I kind of knew what I was going to expect from the movie, but it still could have been great. Like, it mm. could have looked great. No, it looked just whatever. I'll take it or leave it. The jokes that they had in the trailer, right. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey guys, I have this really hysterical movie idea. It's about abortion. And it's super funny and awesome and, like, the girl gets raped but it's hysterical and, like, I can't wait to make it. You guys want to fund it? And then someone's like, yeah, dude, fucking, okay, freedom of speech. You make what you want to make, Jenna. And then all of a sudden people Don't are Don't put angry. your name on that. All of a sudden people are angry and I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, I'm just trying to make yeah, joke over no, here. You've got to decide the... whether or not it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. It's not, <laughs> it's not worth it, people. It's not worth it. Plus... Just, I fucking, again, I respect Seth Rogen and James Franco, and I like them very much, but hasn't this movie already been made better than they were ever going to make it in Team right? America? Like, what are you doing? There's, there's so little to gain here. It's not a particularly original idea in the first place, so fucking why? Just if you guys why? are just, like, genuinely jacked up to see this movie, I'm sorry, but I don't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway. please, please chime in with your thoughts. Yeah, chime in in the comments. We'll read your comments. We love reading the comments. And, um... Yeah, it was an interesting conversation tonight. I like this one. Yeah. 
Um, hopefully nothing happens from the Sony hack. Hopefully we can all just kind of move along with our lives and Sony can take a little hit. Yeah, and also please, if you're listening and commenting, be respectful of each other and don't take anything too seriously because this, I mean... That's a good point. For the present moment, all that affects us personally is that we can't see a movie that That's true. Want Put it in perspective. I mean, the, the larger ramifications are on our freedom of speech and creative expression, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And Think about creative. what you got and what you could not have. Yeah. But thank you guys for watching yeah. and listening and joining us tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back next week. I hope you guys are having a great holiday. I hope you're with your loved ones. Yeah, loved ones. Uh, you will be watching this right before Christmas. Right before, right before Christmas. Christmas. And then uh, we'll be back next week before New Year's. So, double holiday podcast. Double holiday podcast. Love you guys, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye, we juggle. How about a we juggle?